Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change. Hi. Thanks for purchasing my new, my new Blu-ray. <laughs> I usually put out Blu-ray to get better quality sound to the listener. CDs have kind of mediocre quality. MP3 is a computer company. All the, you know, MP3 sucks. And DVDs are better than CDs. And then Blu-ray is better than DVD. So, you know, we're giving you a Blu-ray. This time, what, most times what people want with a Blu-ray, they want to see a picture. Because they think it's about the picture, but it's not. It's about the sound. So we really don't care about the picture. So we've been working on getting you some archival footage, which we put carefully into the Blu-ray. Give the uh, listener and viewer some idea of what was actually happening when I made this record with the International Harvesters in the mid-'80s. In the mid-'80s, I played with them. It was Rufus Thibodeau on fiddle. He was great. Ben Keith. The late great Ben Keith. This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly talk out of our ass while going through the works of Mr. Young. It's Mike Shue and the Thanks for listening to Long May You Young, uh, one of three Neil Young podcasts that we know of now. There is one in uh, Canada, in Quebec, I guess. What What is that called? I think Do it's called remember? Don't Be Denied. Don't Be Denied. That's right. That's a, that's actually, that's a really good title for a Neil Young podcast. It is. That's awesome. And then I believe the uh, Thrasher's Wheat people have one also. Uh, Thrasher's Wheat has been covering Neil Young since, she's 1995. Yeah. I think, and uh, but we are Long May You Young, and uh, what we do is we try to cover Neil Young's musical output in order, album by album, and uh, we do it in a very sloppy and unorganized way. And my name is Mike Shu, along with Luke and Russ Condon from the band Town Meeting. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. We're on uh, social media. We're on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Long May You Young. Uh, we're also on Facebook, and you can also find us on the Neil Young subreddit. Uh, and don't forget to check out our website, longmayyouyoungpodcast.com. Not only can you listen to all the episodes there, there's some video up there, and you can also buy merch and message us there and cause all sorts of trouble. But today we are covering, uh, trying to cover two of what are the performance series releases from uh from neil young's archives uh the first one i guess is uh which is funny it's dreaming man live in 92 and it's performance series volume 12 now correct me if i'm wrong but the only two live 
archival performance series releases before this were Massey Hall and Fillmore East, right? Yeah, those came out before this, right? Yeah, right. We covered them. And now we're up to 12 all of a sudden. Okay, so this... This this, is Canadian math, No, this is is proof that Neil is a (laughs) time-traveling vampire, and he's trying to fuck with the space-time continuum. He lost track. That's funny because I'm on Instagram right now looking for things to read, and uh, because I know there was a recent funny one, but Randy Milton sent us a DM and said sent us this thing from the archives and said, notice around the 52nd mark, he says, it could have showed up in any year. <laughs> Definitely a time-traveling vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Right. Yeah, because, yeah. okay, so Dreamin' Man Live 92 is volume 12 in the archives performance series, which is a, a subgenre of the archives, and it was mm-hmm. the fifth to be released. Right. Uh, a Treasure was volume 9. Yes. In the archives yeah. performance series, and it was the sixth to be released. But these, uh, I see what Neil did there. That's pretty funny. Pretty sixty-nine. Funny. He knew what hey. we were going to do. He's a huge Gronk fan. That's right. That's great. And uh, not to be confused with the official bootleg series, which are completely mm-hmm. different. Right. Uh, and also the, I think there's uh, another. There's like two other different series. There's the, well, there's the there's the arc, the actual archives. Yep, several volumes yep. that start with disc zero. Yep. It's, it, it's the metrics. It must be the metric system. It's the metric system. That's We're the, the only country in the world that doesn't use the metric system. Yeah, because we rule. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, um, but, but yeah, he's a time traveling vampire, and he just. Lo- I think he just took too many honey slides at this point in his life, and then the time space continuum got all fucked up, and he was like, "Ah, Daryl, fuck." He and was back. Just, uh, you mean he went back in time to hang with Rusty Kershaw, and they were eating honey slides and drinking like Ripple. Exactly. And then he came back with a wicked hangover and said, Hey, hey, Elliot, just release these two next. (laughs) But, you know, it's like 12 and then nine. Aren't we going to release the ones? But no, just put these out. I don't care. He just dips in where he wants. He's a time traveling fucking vampire. (laughs) So, so we're uh, again, two live releases here and uh, dreaming man live. And then the international harvesters, a treasure. Uh, both of these very uh, excellent albums in their own way, completely different albums, and with cool, I think, cool backstories to each of them. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, which one do you want to start off with? Are we going to start well, off with Dreaming Man? So real quick, we should mention that we are on Patreon now. We're up to, uh, we have a whole bunch of patrons, and I'm trying to thank all the new patrons at the beginning of each episode. We have six new patrons as of uh, the recording of the last episode. Sean Christoph, Pete Lacey, Simon Rosenberg, Chris Boudreau, Scott Parks, and Mikkel Borg. Thank you for joining our Patreon. And uh, as always, we'll mention John Locke, who is... Uh, the most faithful youngster, and uh, gets mentioned on every episode. Um, I also want to say that as of today, boys, we're at six, six, 666 followers. I saw on that. Yeah. I was going to say that. So, I'm, I was going to make a post, too. Nice. 666 followers on what? On Facebook. Facebook. Oh, really? That's, yeah. that's fucking satanic. Should awesome. we cap it there, not let anyone else join? I mean, if you want to keep open that portal of hell, yeah, <laughs> sure. This podcast is a portal to hell. That's right. As long as that stays at 666. Um, Speaking of portals to hell, I do want to point out we're on uh, Zoom again because my son uh, got COVID. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's fine. Uh, Literally couldn't be 
happier bouncing well, around the house. How old is he? He's four, he's right? He's four, yeah. His, um, his immune system is like that of a friggin' shark at yeah. this point in his life. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. And you're fine. You're, you did, you, oh, I came back negative. I, my test came back. I took two tests, both negative, and I've been miserably sick all week. So that's weird. don't really that's understand weird. how any of this works. But we're Zooming as a precaution um, because I, I don't want to get you guys sick because I, I know I already negatively contribute to your lives enough. So mm. I don't want to add more to that. So, mm. so okay. we're on Zoom. Um, That's great. And I do want to read a few reviews here um, because we have some reviews. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it. The first one is from Longtime Rusty. Uh, the review is a five-star review. It says, I'm a believer. Great job on Lenoy's analysis. I'm not sure how I feel about us talking about things being referred to as analysis. It feels <laughs> disingenuous. Yeah, uh, but- I feel like we smeared feces all over it. Not so much an analysis, more like a vandalism. <laughs> vandalism is way <laughs> yeah. better. Yeah. So great job on Lenoy's vandalism. Is what it, I'll, I'll correct it. <laughs> Uh, then they said, I'll be honest, I haven't put much effort into post-Greendale NY. But after today's episode, I gave it two more listens, and my mind has changed. Neil is always unique in risk-taking and definitely unconcerned about commercial success. Lenoise accentuates this. Could this be the only NY studio album with no other musicians but Neil credited? Unless new version of Hitchhiker is considered. Another fun couple of hours full of learning and laughter despite some volume challenges, which I fixed, on the song snippets. Looking forward to the Da Wes podcast. That's mm. a, yeah. I think that's pronounced does. Oh, is it? I think so. Okay. I think it's pronounced does. <laughs> I, I hate all of this. I kind of sounded like the singer for a second there of Dawes. Oh, How nice. Dare you. All right. dare you. We would she never disparage fans you like. She was going for the kill. He's going yeah. for the kill. Keep it up and you'll get yeah. another well, episode. Well, if I keep listening to Dawes, them. they're going to kill me. Hey. <laughs> um, oh. Oh. So, um, so, uh, so the, the Patreon thing, what, what can people, just to reiterate, what can people expect if they become a patron? Uh, there's different uh, tiers, but I mean, the, at the Ooh. most basic level, you're going to get uh, early access to episodes and you're going to get all the bonus episodes. Right now, we're a bi-weekly podcast, um, for if, if, unless you're a patron, and then we're a weekly podcast. So we're doing the archives first. Uh, we did the Disc Zero. It was the first episode. Disc One comes out next week. Um, you'll also, me and Russ are going to do a Neil cover well, the, every week. The archives are only for Patreon people. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, me and Russ are going to do some Neil covers. I'm kind of leaning towards Flying on the Ground is Wrong, Russ. I've been playing that and learning it. I feel like we would kill that. And then uh, yeah. we're also, we also, also going to do some fun, silly stuff. I mean, Nails is going to get involved. He just got married. I think we're going to watch Back to the Future 2 with Mike uh, yeah, for the first uh, time. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> we're going to watch. Can't wait for uh, that. That's time well spent and what's left of my short life. Yeah. You signed up for Awesome. This. Um. Yeah, there's a, it's it's great. It's a ton of fun. There's a bunch of everyone's interacting. Which tier with each offers other. the free oil change? That's what uh, I want to know. That's uh, the the new tier I'm going to invent called Hey Daryl. Which, okay. by the way, we should change the name of the pod, this podcast to Hey Daryl. I think. Hey, hey Daryl. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about today? What if what if Neil has secretly been listening? Well, to, then we're fucked. To we're all, fucked <laughs> to this podcast. Yeah, 
And I was like, in the beginning, a lot of what we did was, I mean, besides the Luke's constant cum jokes, <laughs> what we did was we praised Neil a lot. We would talk about how uh, much not we, necessarily not much every we love, episode. We, we love Neil and we have a Neil problem, but now it's just Hey Daryl all the time. No, we still yeah, now it's Neil. just us making. We've never. We haven't. There's one thing I can safely say is we are not Neil sycophants. We're not kissing his ass. We definitely call out what we don't particularly like. No, but I was true, but I was listening today to the Dreaming Man record, and at one point I was like tearing up, and I was like, "Fuck, I really love Neil so much." Same, dude. Same. You know, we're not. I'm, I mean, now I guess technically people are paying. What song were you crying to, Russ? I wasn't. I'm going ju- to judge you. What song were you crying to? I'll tell you. Me. I cried to Natural yeah. Beauty, the acoustic. It, it version. wasn't natural. It wasn't Natural Beauty. Uh, it wasn't for, such a woman, was it? No. <laughs> All right. Because I'll tell was, you right now. No, God, that, no, it was not. It was uh, one of these days. Uh-huh. I've always, ste- I've always ever, loved that song so much. You ever ste- step in poop with bare feet? Dog shit, yeah. Dog shit, human shit, whatever it is. You ever step in it with bare feet? Unfortunately, yeah. I've never stepped in human shit and bare feet yet. Okay. But well, I that's have. to me, that's the feeling, that same sensation I get when I listen to such a woman, any version. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think pretty, I, it's pretty bad. I'm, it's, it's poop a- squirming through my toes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel that hard. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not it's my poop, favorite song. It's poop play doughing through your yeah, it toe is. cracks. It's, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's like I'm making yeah, I'm making a play doh foot mold, but it's poop. <laughs> I, I hope. Uh, Speaking of poop, here's another five star review. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> uh, the, oh, I, <laughs> this is from Uh This is a from. Is that Mar- how you pronounce that band's name? Nope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I gotta write one of these. I gotta do it before we start the podcast. Uh, they say a must listen. I've been an avid listener of this podcast and love it. The episodes are long, and you better be prepared for a fair amount of smutty juvenile behavior and the hosts going off tangent. But this is what makes That's it enjoyable. not true. <laughs> It's never happened. Mike, we don't you, do that. You That's bullshit. About, you both, that, you, you must just, be talking about rocks back pages with you, Barney Fife. You just talked. They're about all about dick jokes. Human poop play doughing through your toes. I believe was what he was just. Brought. That's an accurate description of that song. As a journalist, that's. That's you are, what I do. You are technically a journalist. No, I'm a broadcaster. Uh, that's the same thing. There's a difference. Um, he said, but, uh, or they said, I don't know who it is. Uh, they said, I think it's actually Ian Dowson. I, I think it's guess. Ian. Sounds like it, yeah. But he, say, uh, he says, but that's what makes it enjoyable. Hell, they even chat about Neil every so often. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is making its way through Neil's albums one by one with some bonus episodes thrown in. What I love about the podcast is that it makes me go back and see the albums in a whole new light. Even the bang average ones. If the hosts don't enlighten me on certain themes or reasons behind songs and albums, at the very least, they help me come to my own conclusions. Five stars, no question. So the, thank you, Dowson, Dowsons. Assuming it's it Ian. It sounds like thanks, it Ian. could be Ian. Yeah, yeah it it's got to like be Ian. Well, you. anyway, thanks. If you leave us a five-star review, we'll talk about we'll those read the, them. Those the five-star reviews? Those are the two five-star reviews. I know reviews. you've got some Facebook stuff. Let me quickly do an Instagram thing because I like to shout out new people. Uh, Andrew, Andrew Savage Music on Instagram um, said, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but basically said, I've been listening and I love the podcast. Uh, very happy that you guys enjoyed Lanois as much as I did. And then um, mentioned that he went to see Neil in 2010. And then, shoot, did you bring up this? That uh, while Bert Yonch, or however the fuck we mm-hmm. say that, 
was opening. The crowd yeah. was saying, we want Neil. Oh, really? They yeah. were chanting that while yeah. he was playing? Yeah. That's so lame. What a bunch of dicks. And Neil, and, and he said Neil didn't look happy about it. But he oh, still, of course not. But he Neil, still played like, that's it. That's Neil's hero. Because he didn't, I guess he didn't talk at all between songs, which is kind of how you know when Neil is upset at you. <laughs> but he still said that he nailed it that night. I should probably tell Andrew Savage not to use that word, but... Um, Nailed it, yeah. And then at the end, uh, Andrew Sav- Andrew said, "Sorry for being long-winded. You guys rock. Pour one out for the titty bird." Don't don't <laughs> apologize to us about being long-winded. I know, really. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then I, I I I said something about being a youngster now, and like, how does that feel? And he said, uh, "Proud to have finally earned my hashtag youngster title." And then uh, what are we have doing to earn to that? What are we what doing do you do to, people? to have to earn that? <laughs> you have to tell and, at least one joke that involves semen. And someone else, Luke, uh, Die, Die Interstate, D-Y Interstate Kings, said uh, it was a great uh, how after one song, Luke was like, sorry, guys, I had to crank that one. It's just too good to not play it full top volume. <laughs> Even meanwhile, it was dead silent. <laughs> still, it's still a great episode. Can't wait for Americana. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and yeah, I was right. So last time, I think it was on that. That episode was a fucking mess then. Because at the end of that episode, I was like, hey, are we doing um, the National Harvesters record? And you guys are both like, no, we're doing Americana. And I was like, oh. And now we're doing, now we're yeah. not doing Americana. We're doing Whatever. the one that I said. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you So guys. people are like, oh, can't wait for Americana. Now they got to wait like uh, two months. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Well, if you, yeah. well, if you become a Patreon member, then you can get it earlier. Just so. go listen to it now. It's fucking a bunch of like Oh Susanna songs. All right, we'll fucking talk about it in a month or whenever we get to it. <laughs> We've got more important <laughs> stuff to talk about. Like we have to watch Back to the Future Two with Mike Shue for our right. Neil Young podcast. That's Neil's favorite. Apparently, Neil's favorite movie. So, Luke, do you want to do uh, some Facebook shit? Because I know you posted about it. Yeah, we'll hit some of that now. Uh, so I posted both the albums. We're trying to cover a prom. Ugh, I keep calling it a promise, but it's a treasure. Um, and uh, Dreamin' Man 92. And Joel, who hosts the other podcast that uh, Mike mentioned earlier, says something that I quite agree with. He says, a treasure is really better than old ways. I agree 100%. Oh, yeah. Um, and then he this says, should have been old ways. Absolutely. Yeah. He says, the song Grey Riders is a highlight for me. And then he says, Dreamin' Man is a wonderful alternative to Harvest Moon. Some of the songs are way better in solo, like Such a Woman. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I also like the Dreamin' really? Man version better. With the opening lyrics, I can tell when my dreams won't come true. And I didn't catch that, which is pretty interesting. Um Sam Bradley, really love a treasure and find myself going back to it a bunch. I think it captures the old way sound they were going for, though I'm already partial to that album. Great extended version of Southern Pacific on here. Mm. Don't know if I agree with that. Um, Not too familiar with Dreaming Man. What I listened to never really jumped out at me. Um, And then I'll do just one more. This is Lars Olasen. He says, I really like these. A treasure is much better compared to old ways. Not sure if I dare to say the same about Dreaming Man compared to Harvest Moon. Since that album is such a classic, but such a woman is way better than like I Jesus already. Jesus Christ! Am I missing something? I Am I just being <laughs> insensitive to the to the needs of sensitive people? So I, mean, people I mean, it's like he should have just given that song to Seals and Crofts, <laughs> or Sid and Marty Croft. It would have been better actually if Sid and Marty Croft did it. Yeah, or 
what's the fuck? What's that band we talked about in the beginning? DeGarmo and Key. <laughs> DeGarmo and Key. Yeah, right. That's a DeGarmo and Key. Geniuses. Oh, I just love that so many people mention that. Song. I know, right? They love that tune. And then what's amazing is on the on the uh, on the Dream and Man album, people love it. And what's amazing about that is they've never heard it before, because that was all before Harvest Moon came out. Was it yeah. really? Oh yeah. yeah, this was like oh, months wow. before Harvest Moon was released. This was that this was that tour he did after he tore into the '90s with El Dorado and Freedom, and then he did Ragged Glory and Weld, and then he remember he he had a hearing issue. Yeah, it was kind of like a form of tinnitus or whatever that it, there was like super high sounds. I think it's a special. It was um, a special form of tinnitus called tinnitus denitis. Is that what it was? Tinnitus Very denitis. Good. Very good. The only cure is is cocaine and tequila. Come on, um, that was pretty good. But Bro, this is like he wanted to get. He wanted to kind of after being so loud in the late eighties and early nineties, he wanted to. Uh, well, this is still early nineties, but he wanted to turn it down. He wanted, and then he, he, I remember we talked about this. He mentioned something to the effect of he wanted to connect with the audience more after these big giant, like rock shows that he did with security barriers and stuff and giant props and, you know, crazy horse and everything. He wanted to just be him and a guitar. And he said, that is the, the best way to connect, to be intimate with the audience is to just be up there with your, just your voice and your guitar. Yeah. And to connect with them emotionally on that level. And if you can do that, you know, it's very satisfying. So he wanted to kind of get back to that with this short acoustic tour he did. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you like this more than Harvest Moon or do you like Harvest Moon more? Or is it kind of a smorgasbord? I I, I think I like Harvest Moon more, but I I don't know. It's yeah. It might be a smorgasbordy. I kind of like this a little bit more. I miss Ben Keith. I, just think uh, that, I um, miss Ben Keith a lot on on this, though. Yeah, I just think that some of the stuff on Harvest Moon sounded a little hokey. Some uh, of the uh, background yeah. vocals and stuff, and I think that the 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 stripped down versions here, some of them. If this had just him and Ben, I, then I would like this better. But I on a lot of these songs, I miss what Ben was doing. Like I, I mean, I. I, agree I didn't with, like you and me on Harvest Moon, but I do like it here. Yeah, I feel that way about a few songs, and I, I'm glad they both exist. But I would go. I'm going to go to this before I go to Harvest Moon from now on. I wow, love, I love this, and I was not expecting to. For some reason, in my brain, Dreamin' Man was off a of Prairie Wind, which I don't know why it was but so i was like ah, i don't want to listen to this because i was having a ton of fun listening to a treasure and then when i put it on i'm like wait what the fuck and then i'm like oh okay this is all shit from harvest moon and i just i i love it way better and this is one of those albums too where the end is better than the beginning and not i'm not saying that the beginning sucks i'm just saying it gets better and better and better and then even like songs that i i i didn't really give a shit about on harvest moon like old king is so fucking good on this on mm-hmm. Dreaming Man. Yeah, Neil on the banjo and shit. I don't know. I really, I, I just love fucking stripped Neil. I love stripper Neil. <laughs> oh no! Please don't make that a thing. <laughs> yeah, we need to know. Hey, Daryl. Okay. I'm gonna go out make a quick three grand tonight. Mike says, "Don't make that a thing," and hey, then Darryl. immediately makes it a thing. Yeah, I'm going down to the swollen mango. Hey Daryl, I'm thinking Put about getting. A, I think I'm thinking about getting a tattoo on my lower back that says "Hey Daryl." 
Enough. <laughs> okay, though, but if Neil was a stripper. Yes. What would be his song? Yeah. You, do you think it would be like something from trans? Do you think he'd dance to his own music? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. yeah. It would be yeah. a Bert Junk song. No, for no. Sure. It would be pressure from landing on water. <laughs> How much money? Let's no, say. No, you know what? It would be such a woman, but the version <laughs> from Harvest Moon, not this version. Because you need that full Nietzsche production, you know. Oh, my God. Imagine like him getting up there. And like garters and shit, and then they play a man needs a maid. Oh my god! Now hold on, are we talking Neil now, or are we talking seventies Neil? I was talking about Neil now, because uh, Neil he now might not be in any shape to work the pole now. I don't think I he mean, can work the pole now, but fucking seventies Neil, or like late seventies, like Reactor Neil. Reactor he'd tear Neil, tear the shit out of that pole. And he would dance to songs from Reactor. Right. And that'd be that'd be hot as shit. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. That's when he was lifting weights. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what we're talking about, Neil Young. <laughs> talking about strips. That's Neil. what we're supposed to do. This is our. Oh no! Is this working? Is this the Working Man podcast? <laughs> it's I working get the wrong man. Thing. I get the wrong notes. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ! Well, anyway, all this talk about stripper Neil's turned me into a dreaming man. Am I right, guys? All right, fuck you. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, real quick before we dive too deep into this, can we hit some Neil Young news? Because there is big news this week. It's time for Neil Young News. What the fuck's wrong with your voice? <laughs> so in Neil, Young, in, Neil Young, in Neil Young News today, uh, Neil Young and Crazy Horse announce a new album, and it's called Barn. <laughs> oh, that was what, uh, the, that's what, uh, uh, who I forget, sorry. Whoever is on Instagram DM'd us and said, uh, Randy Milton. That was where he said on the archives when he announced that the barn thing. Yeah. At the 52nd mark, he said it could have showed up in any year. So, yeah. That's what he was talking about. Well, Neil and Crazy Horse have announced their new album, Barn, will be out in December. Barn is very special. Young wrote to the fans on the Neil Young archives. It rocks, it rolls. I wish it was out now. It's got songs that are part of these times. He's yet to release any songs from Barn to the general public, but subscribers to the Neil Young archives were given a chance to stream the tune Song of the Seasons today. According to information on the site, it was recorded high in the Rockies on June 21st, 2021, via the Le Mobile Recording Studio. Um, and then there's more stuff about it, but... Uh, during the lockdown, Young combed through his archives and prepared a large slate of archival releases. He's already at work on at least one new song. It might take weeks to shape the melody he wrote in September, but unlike the past, I'm in no rush now. Um, but yeah, new album, new single out already. It's great. Have you guys listened to it? Song yeah. of the season? Yeah, it's pretty good. I've only listened to it once. I think it's I good. It's definitely it. like Harvest era, Neil, I feel like. Right. And Nils has a great accordion solo on it. It's so good. Yeah. Russ is right stuff. on the it's right on the archives, Bob. So you got to check it out. It's really gotta good. love some Nils Accordo, huh? Yeah, but yeah. So that album will be out in December, and we'll cover it probably in twenty twenty five. I think right around at the time this point. It, so <laughs> more barn, unless you sign up for Patreon, then maybe we'll cover it earlier than that. <laughs> That's true. We won't, but we just we'll, won't. we'll think about it. There's we'll just cover it much. before the next Olympics. 
So yeah. are we gonna go? We're not gonna go through like every fucking song on these guys, are we? I don't think we have to, but we can hit like on a treasure. We should hit a few of them because there's a bunch of originals some, on there. Yeah, there's some original stuff. But like, well, let's just go through the ones we like on. Uh, what, what, Man. Did you pick a top three? I got a top three for both. Yeah. What, what's your top three for Dreaming Man? You want to do? Ooh, I like we're really shape shifting it up here. Hold on. Uh. This is a rare early top three. For Dreamin' Man, my three was Old King only because of the banjo and the sniffs he does in the song. <laughs> yeah, those are goddamn great. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> he does a sniff solo like I've never yes. heard. <laughs> hey, Daryl. Like I- <laughs> oh, God. On the pole. He's sniffing the pole. <laughs> okay. After he's done Actually, with can it. we just make Stripper Neil a thing for just <laughs> needs, this episode? No, I don't it want needs it to, to go continue. away. Because I'm you just know- doing this to work my way through pharmaceutical <laughs> college. <laughs> And by pharmaceutical, I emphasis on the farm. I got a new album called Barn coming out. Barnaceutical. No, because now Joel's going to make a stripper Neil meme, and I'm not going to be able to handle it. You boys like trains? We can pull one in the VIP room. Neil's going to do Neil's on the phone, and he's going, choo-choo, choo-choo. <laughs> Come on, Russ. Neil does not work at the Bada Bing. Come on. That's the enough Bada of that. Bing. He wouldn't work at the Bada Bing. No. But anyway, my three is Old King. My two is Dreamin' Man. I think it's a really great version of that song. And my one is Natural Beauty because I just thought that. Really? I don't think I appreciated it on Harvest Moon, and it just, like, stunned me this time around. Hmm. I don't know. I just think he, he it should have been acoustic. It's so It's that much better, I think, than Harvest Moon. Um, but I, honorable mention, I think War of Man was was great too. Yeah, that's really good. But those are my top three. What do you guys got? Do you want me to go? Yeah, go. You can go ahead. Uh, my number three is Unknown Legend. I really, I don't know. I really like that. Just Solo Neil. Same thing with From Hank to Hendrix, which is my number two. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of these days is my number one. Really? Okay. With honorable mention to such a woman. <laughs> Uh, mine's very similar, except uh, I I I couldn't choose between From Hank to Hendrix and Unknown Legend, but I'm going to go with From Hank to Hendrix, uh, and then and then Dreamin' Man I really liked, and then uh, One of These Days is my number one, and I yeah I also really did like the old King Sniffs, but it <laughs> was great. Yeah, what I really these- love about this album is the fact that, again, and he's done this his whole career, so it's no big surprise, but I love that, first of all, this is all the stuff from Harvest Moon that he's playing for people who haven't, the album's not even out yet. These people haven't even heard these songs yet. Yeah. Right. And he gets, he gets this crowd reaction, which is actually pretty, pretty cool. Right. And, um, but I just love how he does that. He goes out and he plays all these tunes that people haven't heard and just doesn't care. Yeah, and I'm sure on this tour he played, probably played a bunch of hits. I'm guessing, or some other more familiar stuff. But he didn't stick it on here. This is all just Harvest Moon stuff, man. It's funny that you said Unknown Legend, Mike, because that's the. It's not my cut song. My cut song is obviously Such a Woman, but um, that's the one song where it was the one song where I preferred the Harvest Moon version. I just love that version more than this one. It's I don't know why. 
Who produced Har- was it Ben Ben Keith produced Harvest Moon or no? Yeah. Yeah, it was him yeah. and Ben. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I I I think I mostly prefer Harvest Moon to this. Just because I really like, I mean, I, to me the Ben the Ben stuff is is really missing. But Wait, you like Ben Keith, Russ? Um, quite a bit. Oh, okay. Quite a bit. I wasn't sure about that. It's interesting. What um, about stripper Ben Keith? No, we're not doing <laughs> stripper long grain. So let's play a little bit of <laughs> Dreaming and Now. Man. Coming to the stage, it's long grain. <laughs> you know let's, give strip- him a big, let's give him a big hand, guys. You know stripper BK. <laughs> give him a big hand. <laughs> they are. They're giving long grain. Just the feeling behind this form. There's nothing literal in here. Okay, Neil. top right right where yeah. you see where it's playing it that see that uh the knob there that's your volume so you can just kind of slowly bring it down do you know what i'm saying no oh up there yep. you guys were in the way sorry yeah that's all right um but uh I, yeah but i, 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 I love this my, version i forgot so, to hear i didn't play the arrow star van line everybody's favorite line sorry no that's all right <laughs> this is why luke usually does this folks yeah, my of course my computer is not sharing sound, so Russ is taking over and actually been pretty much nailing it so far. But Except I wanted for to that hard pause. That's fine. But so Joel on Facebook commented, um, "The line I can tell when I'm not being real doesn't even rhyme with the rest of the verse." And he says, "I kind of think he changed it to make sure people knew the song wasn't about him. It's like he said before starting it. Just a feeling behind that's all. There's nothing literal in it." I think Neil, at the time of recording this, back in 92, had already heard all of the episodes of this podcast and knew all the <laughs> jokes we were making about the Aerostar van and was like, ha-ha, jokes on them. By the time <laughs> they get to Dreamin' Man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend myself here. <laughs> all right, so is it worth listening to such a, whim, such a woman or do we not even want to put ourselves Yeah, together? sure. I mean, you know, if you want to play a little bit and play just show the world. the whole thing. Really, what a slimy piece of crap. This, I mean, seriously, this is like... It's not that bad. It's not it is, that bad. No, it is. This is like... Worse than, you know, FM soft rock. Just, it's annoying. It's not very good. This or Landing on Water? Jesus, you know what? I mean, yeah, I'd rather listen to Landing on Water than this song. Drink. Landing on Water has like pressure on it, which is a pretty good tune. People are not, they don't know what to make of this. <laughs> you are 
Mike just left for everyone just listening. We can see him on the screen. He just left. If I was at this show, this is where I would have gone up to get another beer. This is another beer zone. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that right there, when he does the I love you, then I, I would have been, I would have got off to take a shite. I like, will what say, happened? this makes me, I don't, again, this is still my cut song. I like this, and it's not even that much different than Harvest Moon, but I like, I like this a little bit better. I don't know why. Maybe it's the placement in the album. I like the placement of these songs more than I do in Harvest Moon. Hmm, that's interesting. So yeah, you, you prefer this order. Kind of. Although huh. Unknown Legend is the one I'm, I still think maybe he... Unknown, Unknown Legend is just a great song no matter what. And I think it gets lost a little bit towards the end in this. Whereas when it's right up front, you kind of can see the beauty of that song, I think. I don't know. Maybe this was his original order. Could have Maybe, been. And yeah. this was his way of putting it out. This feels more natural. This feels like a natural order. Like a natural beauty? Yeah. But it also, this isn't even the order. Actually, you know what's interesting? This is the order he recorded these. So he's got, these are from different, this isn't all from the same show. These are from different shows yeah. spanning from January 92 all the way to November 92. But I'm looking at it right now and they're in order. This the first song is from January. Such a woman's from May, and then a big chunk of the rest are from September. And then the last two were in November. So you almost can see him like his progress because by November he's played these songs so much. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. maybe that that might be why I kind of really appreciate the end a little more than the beginning. Not that the beginning was sloppy, but you kind of by that by the end he's he's fucking figured it out. I don't know. Yeah. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit of One of These Days because I really, I know Shu and I, this is our top song. I like this one a lot. Uh, Is it playing? What's going on here? Your volume. Check your volume. Oh, yeah. Whoops. I'm doing a great job, guys. One of these days. Sit down and write a long letter To all the good friends I've known And I'm gonna try To thank them all for the good times together Though so apart we've grown And again, this is like an album. You know, the, that high res on the archives, you just hear yeah. every string. Yeah, it's really. It's you know, beautiful. you hear him handling the guitar. It's just, it's an amazing. The sound is pretty amazing on this particular release. If you don't yeah. have the archives yet, you're, and you're a Neil fan, you're nuts. There's so much. You know, did you see that Human Highways on the archives now? Yeah, yeah. There's so and, much uh, stuff on You're the, the Horse, too, which yeah. I love. Awesome. Right. And also, I believe, is Journey Through the Past still up there? Yeah. I think that's up there, too. I think it is. Which is great as, you know, it's, it's just a weird experimental movie that's edited, edited in a weird way, but it's a real 
slice of what that particular time period was. It's really awesome to watch that, watch yeah. Neil, watch oh, how awesome. the business works and all that stuff. I love listening to uh, Harvest Moon when he's doing the those like, um, what do you call the fucking harmonics on his yeah, own? That's great. While he's singing, that's good. Um, what other ones do you got? You want to listen to the Old King sniffs? Old King is go to go to old, the Old oh, King. Shoot, sniffs. do you want to hear any of the want us? No, to, no. Let's go to Old King. Okay. He definitely play the intro, Russ, for sure. But then, if you if you want to skip to the old sniffs, yeah, we'll hear the intro. Sniffos and Russ, see up the green. That's where you would slide to. Mm. King went a running after deer. Wasn't scared of jumping off the truck. And yeah, that uh, that intro is really nice. Is this the first time we've heard Neil play the banjo? No can't no. be right in uh my one of my favorite songs off of uh, on the beach is him and ben keith and he's playing banjo he's, he's mm-hmm. on banjo it's not ben on the on turnstiles nope. nope that's that's neil because ben is uh playing the the slot like the stobro slide type yeah oh, okay yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, James Taylor was probably listening to that when On the Beach came out and went, that fucker knows how to play banjo. <laughs> right? Why did he make me play the banjo? I don't even know how to play it. the banjo. Why did he nils me? Oh, no. Fuck that, that guy for making me play the banjo <laughs> from Stockbridge to Boston. He's great, I he's almost, great I, though, at banjo. I feel yeah, like he kills good. it. I don't know. I, yeah, yes, I almost wish yeah. that, like, uh, this song's fine. It's pretty good. I, I feel like even when he talks about kicking his dog, the audience is kind of like, whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, There's uh, also a great version on, um, what was the, the Heart of Gold? When they oh, have, yeah, yeah. Like, him and Emmylou Harris do it. And oh, it's yeah. really yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's very good. I like Neil on the banjo because he beats the shit out of it like he does with yeah, the guitar. He, he and really like does. he does with and, Old King. And it's just like, it's like you can totally <laughs> tell it's him playing it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's that great. It's really good. And yeah, like you said, Shu, the high res on the archives, you can really hear every mm-hmm. fucking bounce of the, every string. And oh, yeah. You and get those, plucking, you, you get those you know. sniffs, those high res sniffs. Yeah. It's, it's how, awesome. How close are you guys to joining the the most expensive tier where you get to occasionally zoom with neil i am not i am kind of anywhere close. near that do you want um, me to use a little bit of our the money coming in from patreon to get us a subscription of that we have that much money coming in from patreon a lot of people pay for this mike it's coming in man wow i can't Barnum, afford rent Barnum right was now so right wasn't i he? i can't right? afford rent so i can't do that right now but <laughs> sure I was watch, I was uh, talking to uh, we are part of the Pantheon uh, podcast network, and I uh, was uh, looking at their uh, you know their information feed that they send us, and uh, apparently uh, one of the guys, Peter, the guy that we deal with, was talking to Neil on Zoom. So cool! Oh wow! Yeah. So um, he probably it, no longer refers Neil to this podcast. If he I bet he doesn't because he's like, he's like a super, super uber, uber. I mean, like fanatical. Neil, yeah. I mean, I love Neil. I don't know if I'm a fanatic at this point in my life anymore, but 
Um, he's like seen like hundreds and hundreds of shows. He's been to like four bridge school benefit shows. He's like all this stuff. And he's, and he was so excited when we signed on with Pantheon. And then after a couple episodes, I, I did, we, I, we ceased to hear from him. <laughs> it's because it's like, of all the cum jokes that I you thought. guys make. It's you all the cum jokes. I, I thought you were going to be serious about it. I'm like, well, you know. Um, well, there's been a few If you're going to do something, you're going to do it all the way. No, like it's, not, says, you know? it's not just all the cum jokes. It's also, we'd be like, oh, can you, can you guys help us get this guy on? And then we get this guy on and Mike's like, Hey, just so you know, your album's the worst album I've ever heard. That was one guy. That was one guy, and I was right. That now, was one guy. What do you think would happen if they let old, uh, old, old Cooch produce such a woman, Mike? Oh, my God. Well, it would sound like friggin' Dirty Laundry by Don Henley. I don't know that song. Is he also in Genesis? Yeah, that's right. He's the, he's the keyboard player for Genesis. All right. What else do we want to hear on Dreamin' Man? Well, Natural Beauty is my number one. I loved it. Obviously, I think you should that? play the whole thing, I think. Oh, my God. No, you want to hear a little bit of it? Yeah, I think so. My emotions have to me on. I heard a newborn baby cry. Sorry. There goes old king. Wait, was that part of the song that I just missed that? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh god, sorry. You, you know what the chorus, Luke? No, that's all right. You can fade it. I just I think this is a beautiful song and I I don't even notice how long I did. You did? <laughs> oh yeah. I noticed how long it was on Harvest Moon too. And I was just like, wow, this is this could be 5 minutes shorter. I noticed the length on Harvest Moon but not on not on this version. I think this is how it should have been released, and mm. it just it got, it it got me. It hooked me, even with the dog barks right there in the <laughs> beginning. It like really grabbed me. <laughs> By the way, Neil definitely, if he heard this episode, he'd be like, "I should have put in dog barks." He would have loved yeah. that. I like it too. Yeah, it's good. It is pretty long, but the guitar sounds great. It's uh, yeah, it's a nice big live, beautiful live sound. It's just amazing to me. So you take this song that's that's almost twelve minutes. And then you take another song that's almost 12 minutes, like Ordinary People, which might be, in my opinion, the, the mm-hmm. Poop Between the Toes song. Mm-hmm. And it, I, it's the same guy. And, he, and I don't, I don't, dis, I'm happy he wrote both. I don't, know, I don't know how else to put it. I hate Ordinary People, but this song hits me in such a good spot. I love this song. I listen to, I listen to the whole album, and then I went back and listened to the song again. And it's just, really? it's so good, yeah. Wow. Anyway, that's kind of uh, I don't know. I think my opinion of this is I I really like this. I think he nabbed all the all really good versions of these songs. I think he kind of nailed it. I think he I don't know. I like this more than Harvest Moon. I'll be honest. I like this way more than Harvest Moon. 
You know, I, I go back to this more than I do Harvest Moon, but I, I was never a huge Harvest Moon fan. I mean, it's a good album, but it's not something I visit very often. And Same. I think I've gone back to this release more. I'll visit Harvest Moon often, but it's specific songs. It'll be like War of Man and Unknown Legend. But this one I'll listen to as a whole. I'll even go back to Dreamin' Man on this one. I, I love Dreamin' Man on this. I think it's great. Yeah, Dreamin' Man's good on that one. I like the Dreamin' Man on this that more than I do on uh, Harvest Moon. Yeah, but anyway, that was uh, Dreamin' Man 92. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's go back to Volume 9 from 12. Oh, you mean forward? Oh, back to Volume 9, but, but forward, forward in time. and release date. Forward and release date, yeah. Two years but, later. But it's volume. But it's like how many years before w- was actually recorded? But it was the, the 60s to be released from the. It was two minus one <laughs> of the third. This is like that movie Pie. Did you ever watch Pie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Luke's, Luke's head's going to explode. That's a Darren Aronofsky, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Luke's yeah, nose is going to start bleeding. It's Daryl Aronofsky. <laughs> hey, Daryl Aronofsky! <laughs> <laughs> You should make a movie about the order of my archival releases. Hey, Daryl Aronofsky, I have a requiem for a dreaming man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Daryl Aronofsky, can I borrow that double-sided dildo for my strip routine? (laughs) (laughs) I just got a tweet from Neil Young, actually. No, you didn't. Yeah, no, because it it gives me an alert when Neil tweets. What does it say? And it just says, Barn! (laughs) <laughs> it's got a little it's here let me bring this up let me see if i can connect to my uh, bluetooth because it's got a little sound to it okay but that's basically the tweet barn in all caps uh, yep in all caps he tweets like an old guy all right let me see you think I... that's actually him tweeting yeah i do well you know he he answers all the mail on the archives and he writes a lot of the stuff himself. I wouldn't be surprised. The Neil, I don't know if, that, if that's him tweeting with the Neil Young archives yeah. account, but this is like just the Neil Young account. Oh, this isn't uh, pairing up. Anyway, sorry about that. I thought I could bring up the sound. Oh, that's why. It's cause, probably because I'm sharing. So. All right, let's move on to uh, a treasure. Yeah. I did. I did like that when I posted... Uh, the news about him releasing an album called Barn. A few people, I think Pete Lacey was one of them. He said the sequel's going to be called More Barn. <laughs> That's right, Barn. More Barn. More Barn. I hope Barn isn't just a tribute to Fish's album Farmhouse. I'm not. And like he just covers that. all those songs. I mean, that would be okay, I guess. But you like Fish, Mike? I love Fish. Really. I love fish. I hate fish heads. Same thing with the Grateful Dead. Love the Grateful Dead. Hate dead heads. Do you like Rusties? Oh, uh, yeah. Love the Rusties, especially okay. the ones who pay for our Patreon. Do you think Barn is a tribute to Barney Fife from Rock's Back Pages? <laughs> I think it might be. Yeah. Neil's probably like hoping Barney Fife calls him while he avoids us. You know? Do you think, hey, hey Barrel. <laughs> Say a barrel. Good lord. Barn. Do you, do you think Darren Aronofsky's mad that we nailed you mean his barrel? First... You mean barrel Aronofsky? No. 
Do you think he's mad? Because he's clearly a listener of this podcast that we did oh, yeah. references to his first two movies, but don't know much of the rest of them. Like none of us have probably ever seen The Fountain because it was garbage. No, I, didn't I liked the Mother. Mother. What about Black good. Swan? Oh, Black, Black Swan's Swan great. Was and yeah. Mother. And the, shit, and The Rustler was good. Yeah, The Rustler. The Rustler is amazing. Yeah. That's his best movie. Did you guys see Mother? It might be his best movie. Mother yeah. was good, but it was. I, th- I got it. I didn't see by Mother. It. I liked it. I liked Mother a lot. It was fine. But I would say, I think I might agree with you, Mike. The Wrestler was a really good movie. To me, that's my favorite. The Wrestler's amazing. I mean, yeah. Black Swan's great. Pie, you know, when I first saw Pie, I just never saw a movie like I was, that in my life. I was and too it was young amazed. when I saw Pie. And I was too high when I first saw it. I had to watch it sober later on and go, oh my God, this movie is great. Yeah. But I, um, I, I think I, go rec- I, I would go Wrestler, then Requiem. Then probably Black Swan, then the rest. I just and maybe Pie, then the rest. I don't know. I think the wrestler's great. Yeah, that's Let's awesome. Talk about that on our Springsteen podcast. Mickey Ooh. Rourke is is awesome. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Marissa Tomei. I know, right? She's supposed to be like. She's supposed to be uh, speaking of strippers. So she's supposed to be this like old. Like worn out, unattractive stripper. No, she's so hot in that. You should have got a different act. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Seriously, casting screwed up on that one for sure. <laughs> well, they originally cast Betty White, but she turned it down at the last second. Oh god! They originally cast Neil Young. <laughs> Come on! What the fuck? What, are, what the? Fuck? All right, let's cut. Let's let's dive into a treasure because this album rules. This album really does rule. It's awesome. And this, I'm sure Russ listened to this driving down the road with his heart on, steering the the wheel wherever he went. You're insane if you think that I'm not going to fucking be geeking out the whole time. <laughs> I know. So about, let's get into it because we got to allow. Yeah, start off with the yeah. Just start off with Amber Jean because I like the the announcer for Nashville now announcing yeah, Neil great. Young. Here's Neil Young. Kind of sounds like old silver gold. Really I think I think this is the yeah. album Neil has Fucking wanted to write since he was a kid. Keith. What yeah. do you mean? Since he was a kid, he he. I you know Neil loves country music. He's right. Yeah, he grew up listening to country music. And yeah. I think this one, like he's finally, it's in the mid eighties. He's very famous. He he's made friends with a bunch of very talented people. And I think he's having nothing but fun on this tour and making this album. And I think it hurt him more then it's probably led on that Geffen rejected all the old ways stuff and, and, all, and all this stuff. I think it really, really bumped him out because this album is so much fun, it rules. And he's even said in interviews, like re- when he released this, I hope that this now people can see this. I, 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 there's a great Rolling Stone article about this release. And at the end of it, uh, Neil says, at that point in my life, Uh, The people in control of who played the music on the radio, how it got out, were sure that I shouldn't be doing what I was doing. 
Young said with a curt, lingering irritation. But it didn't matter to me. I kept on doing it anyway. When you hear this record, that's the reason. Maybe now, 25 years later, it might float. But the thing is, it doesn't matter if it floats, because it floats for me and the musicians, for everybody that was a part of it. Fucking love That's just fucking Neil, man. That just yeah. sums him up. He also said in another interview, um, whether people understand it or not was secondary mm. about what he was doing with this band. Yeah. And it's a shame. I think this is way better than old ways. It is. It's night and day. It's not even yeah. close. Old ways is, is just overproduced and just hard to listen to. And I guess this is the sound that's more similar to that first old ways album they recorded in 82 when he, and they were doing in the barn, they were in the barn up at, uh, up on the ranch. And they remember they recorded all this stuff like depression blues is one of those tracks. Oh yeah. Was it oh, depression yeah, yeah. blues. Yes. Yeah. From Lucky 13. And that's like way better than anything else that's on Old Ways. And that was the sound that they had for that first Old Ways album. That's the album that Geffen rejected. And so when he went back, he really laid it on heavy. He he basically said, he told David Geffen, if you don't put out Old Ways, I'm just going to become a country artist and play country music for the rest of my life. (laughs) Fucking Neil Geffen said, fine, fine just clean it up and put it out. And then that's when he started messing with it and it got real slick yeah. and everything like that. But this, this should have been old ways. And he even sings different. Yeah. He you know, does, probably yeah. cause it's live, you know, he sings like he, he sings more like himself than, and then as, as opposed to trying to imitate like George Jones or, or Willie Nelson or whoever on, on old ways. Yeah. But mm. it's, it's such a great, great album, a great sounding live album. I wonder who. And named- this is during that time. Oh, sorry, I was just that say- was that, that was uh, that was Ben Keith, right? Well, yeah, I was going to throw it to Russ. I was going to let him oh. say it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. These these players. I know, obviously, Ben Keith is the fucking best in the world, but obviously, everybody else in this band, and I know they're they're all on old ways, right? Like, but hearing them Except play for Ben Keith, right? I mean, he replaced Ben Keith with. Uh, no, Ben's on. Ben's on Old Ways. Is he on Old Ways? Yeah, he's because he, he, he brought in a couple of different pedal he, steel yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, he's not the only one, but but he is on there, I believe. Oh, okay, I believe I could be wrong. I'm not remembering correctly, but um, I know he. I thought he was on there, but yeah, hearing Ben play all of the songs on this is great. But uh, the band, I mean, is just so good. This band. You know, oh, yeah. these players are just pheno- fucking phenomenal. Where do you, you rank know? them in the... Well, yeah, um, Carl Himmel and Tim Drummond is his rhythm section Yeah, for most of it. I think some of it, there's a different bass player uh, for a couple of tunes. But those are, those are guys he worked with on Harvest, right? Yeah. 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 You know, and then Rufus Thibodeau. I mean, that guy's amazing on the, on the fiddle. Yeah. And old and, Hargis um, Pig Robbins. And then the guy who's... Hey, Daryl. Uh, yeah, they're recording on Zoom, and it just cut them off. And they asked me to do a little uh, interlude while they got back up and running. You know, hey, Daryl, I just want you to know, I I called Zoom and made them cut them off because they were doing stripper Neil. And I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that one bit. I'm not a fucking stripper, Daryl. Anyway... Hey, 
Hey, Daryl, let's get back to it, because I actually want to hear more about the international harvesters and old long grain. All right. Cut this shit off. There we go. Is he back? Can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry, Mike. I don't know what the hell happened, man. I, I, it's very windy here, so I wonder if my Wi-Fi got bumped or the, like, the cable got bumped or something. <laughs> anyway, let's just pick right up where let's we get into. Let's get into this album because it's just too good not to talk about. There. Yeah, that that'll that will keep in. That was that was <laughs> well deserved to my wife. But now I'm nervous. Thank God it saved it. I'm I was so yeah, scared it deleted that's the most everything important we recorded, thing. but yeah. it did. Um, yeah, I've only got a little bit of time because Alana, okay. my girlfriend, got us last-minute tickets to see Promise of the Real tonight in Providence. Oh, my God, really? They're pretty oh, cheap. Awesome. I guess they're pretty oh, cheap. Rules. Okay. Can I give a little background before we get into A Treasure? Yeah, we had, we had already hit Amber Jean before the thing cut off. But, yeah, definitely hit some stuff. Okay, well, just keep in mind, this at this time, the Geffen lawsuit was going on. He was also being sued by the IRS because... <laughs> of some kind of weird payment system he had for one of his projects. Um, you know, so there was a lot going on at this point and Geffen kept telling him, stop playing country music. And then a bunch of country radio stations were saying, you know, we're not going to play you on the radio basically because he, he was the guy who did Southern man and Alabama. And so country, yeah. uh, they felt country audiences didn't like Neil Young because of that. Which is amazing, isn't it? Right. Yeah. yeah. I think I... <laughs> so I, fucking ridiculous. I read yeah. that, that in this that same... the 80s we're talking about. In that, <laughs> in that same Rolling Stone article, Mike, uh, Neil says, I was told no matter what I did, country radio would not play me. Yeah, right. Mostly because of my songwriting. And then he says, but while we were not accepted by country radio, we were accepted by country musicians. They all played Southern Man with me. They didn't care. It wasn't about that. So... Yeah. Yeah. And then keep in mind that he had already recorded that first Old Ways album. Yeah. And then he hadn't recorded the, the new one just while, yet. Or for some of this, I think he had. Right. While we're talking about that, there's a new comment on the Facebook from our friend Raj, uh, who said, I think A Treasure is the best of his full-on country stuff. It's got much more energy to it than the studio recordings on Old Ways. Ben Keith was right to name it that. When Neil played it to him all those years later, he said that the recordings were A Treasure. Mm -hmm. uh, the Austin City Limits film of that era is worth a look to. Yeah, that's Thanks, good. Yeah. yeah. And if I you're on the archives, take a look at, there's two videos about this. Well, one is the one we started the, uh, the episode off with, the really crazy messed up video about how, where they got the stuff and how they put it together. But then there's another uh, short, uh, like a, I think it's about 13 minutes of, there was an exhibit of photos taken from this tour that they had in a gallery somewhere and they got Neil to come in and talk about some of the photos. And I can't tell you the, how big or how great the feeling of love he exudes for this band. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, he yeah. loves these guys and he keeps saying over and over, we put out this album as a tribute to those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he just said they were such great musicians and it was an honor to play with them. And so if you're on the archives, definitely check that out. That's a great little yeah. film and, and, and Russ, some great pictures. Right before 
Zoom kicked me off and stopped the recording of this and basically gave us a pee break. It forced a pee break into this. <laughs> um, you were talking about the band specifically, and I wanted yeah. to ask where you rank the international harvesters in like all of Neil's bands. Oh yeah, man. That's a good question. Um, cause you got the stray gators, you got crazy horse, you got the shocking. Pigs. I re- I really like having, I really like a combination of Ben, of Ben and, and crazy horse. Really? I do. Yeah. And, and what they had on tonight's and on night. tonight's the night, because you also have Nils. So to right. me, tonight's the night as far as the band goes is kind of like the Mount Rushmore because you have Ben and you have Crazy Horse and you have Nils. Mm-hmm. And like to me, that's just. Yeah, that's but a, I mean, a then, good combo. But then I really like the Stray Gators. And then this band, I mean, uh, is is fucking amazing. It, you know, I the, my only my only sort of complaint with this record as is much you as hate Hargis Pig Robbins. We not at all. I love because he's blind. Do you I hate love, blind people? I love Hargis Pig. <laughs> I love good old Piggy Robbos. But but my my but one. Do you like stripper Piggy Robbos? Jesus, we don't have time for this. Is Piggy Robbos his juggalo name? Yes. <laughs> okay. The, the only complaint I have, and as much as Rufus is incredible, there's almost a little bit too much fiddle for me. Wow, really? A what? little bit because it gets in the way of Ben. See, okay, <laughs> all right, sure. I just to me, that's a real draw for me. I know. Don't like huge, I? Don't get like me wrong. I love guy, it. I love a, it. Yeah, but I really feel like good. it. Oh, it overpowers what I, Ben's doing. I think wow, I know the okay. problem. Russ, did you listen to this album on the archives, or did you listen to it on Blu-ray? Blu-ray. 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 Uh, also, really quick, because she was going to hate this one too. Although you will agree with the first part, we also got another Facebook comment from our our good friend Lars a top fan. I really like these. A treasure is much better experience compared to old ways. Not sure if I dare to say the same about dreaming man compared to harvest moon since that album is such a classic, but such a woman is way better. Like already. <laughs> God, you guys are, you guys, you guys are messaging. <laughs> I swear to God, we're not. No, we're not. We're, we're such not. Such a woman is the best song I in the album. That's you, the only way I can understand. This. I promise you this is completely on promise. Now you guys sent out some kind of Patreon thing. So comment and see such a woman is the best. No, we didn't. Anyway, so Amber Jean is is got to be. It's about his daughter, yeah, yeah. Because this this is a song baby at the time. Yeah, yeah. this is a song we have not yet heard up to this point. I thought this was a cover until I remembered his daughter's name. Yeah, no, these I'm pretty sure these are all originals. Yeah, not all of them. Which ones? No. No, I think, only, uh, I think there's only four that are previously unreleased, the Amber Jean and... Oh, no, no, no. What I'm saying is these are all songs written by Neil Young, correct? I don't think Bound for Glory is. No, it is. That's... No, is that's... It? Yeah, I believe that's his... That's Bound for Glory. You know, as I met a girl hitchhiking and... Yeah, that's a Neil song. That's all really? old that's not, that's not the Woody Guthrie yeah. Bound for Glory. Oh, all right. No, yeah. it's... It's, it's, the, it's kind of based on the same thing. <laughs> But it's not bound for glory that one well, you know what's surprising know. is he took Isn't the train the references with- out for this particular <laughs> version which really? is very unneal wow but, yeah um, but how many yeah. how many bird references did you replace them with you know i didn't i don't even know if there are bird references on it. flying bird. on the ground is wrong flying that's the probably the, is, yeah, the closest is. one you're gonna yeah. get which yeah. we definitely got to get to we got to talk i about, think when he got when when neil went country he he hated 
the gays and he he turned around and hated birds too no. while he was in his country mode. That's blasphemous. That's blasphemous. No, no, I'm serious. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? The gays or the birds? The birds. Oh, right. Yeah, I know. It's hard to believe, but it's for the birds. Um, yeah, this song is about his daughter and his daughter is an artist. Did you guys know this? Like a, like a painter? Uh, She's really good. Really? <laughs> I follow her on Instagram. She's great. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Get her, you should get her on the show. Well, maybe I will. Well, why don't you? I don't know, because we talk about her dad being a stripper and <laughs> look, et cetera. I think she's old enough to accept that fact. <laughs> That's true. I wonder how pretty her eyes really are. <laughs> nice <laughs> Good question. Um, yeah, it's I, a great I, song. I love it. Song. It starts off. I like the song a lot. Sure. I was I was really relieved to hear a song I'd never heard right off the bat. It was cool. It was a great. There are like I think four previously unreleased songs on here. That's one of them. And then yeah. I thought "Let Your Fingers Do the Walking." I thought that was a cover, but he wrote that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and, know what that's about, right? I don't want to say it out loud. Yeah, no, you, you're going to though. It's about, finger in a, it's about finger and okay. No, 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 never mind then. No, yeah, okay. And then so, uh, I think uh, not the last two. Nothing is perfect, and and Grey Riders. Uh, Grey Riders were both previously unreleased. Grey so Riders sounds like a Crazy Horse song to me. That's Grey the Riders is definitely way yeah. more rock. Yeah, yeah, Crazy Horse style than the rest of this album. And so, I love it. so I read this uh, this other interesting thing about this album and about the tour. Uh, they talk about how much fun they had, but then he cites, it says, Neil cites one exception from the Harvesters period, an early 85 tour of Australia and New Zealand, where Neil says, I toured with half of that band and half of Crazy Horse, and it did not work well. I realized I'd lost some of the authenticity in trying to do too many things at once, exactly what I'd been trying to avoid. I'd ended up with something that was not as satisfying, so I stayed with the extremes. Whether people understood it or not was was secondary. So I think that's kind of an interesting thing because Neil has all these kind of like worlds that he dips into mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and bands that he plays with. And I think he over the years has probably learned like, no, I gotta kind of like do this with these guys and this with these guys. And not that he can't cross blend some of them, but for the most part, you can't mix the horse with too many other things well you can't mix the horse with you know extremely proficient musicians no no, god no that's just not that's not going to work and then from what i read on that particular tour you mentioned i think crazy horse went on first and then he did a solo set and then the harvesters came out does it, is and it weird? Is it weird he that he felt Neil, that they got lost at the end there because everyone's there to see the crazy horse stuff and his solo stuff, and nobody seemed to care about the country stuff and the harvester yeah. stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so Luke, I was telling Shu this when you when you got the fucking boot when you got the digital. I got the old country boot from you got Zoom. the old country boot. You got a you got a fucking rattlesnake fucking uh, <laughs> spur. You got a rattlesnake spur up your ass, but um. <laughs> I was telling Shu that have you listened to the to Wailing Jennings version of Are You Ready for the Country? No. Yeah, he did it himself. He did like his own version. It's really? very Wailing. It's very Wailing Jennings. But I was saying to Shu, it just it does go to show that Neil Neil writes a great country song. You he know, does. he knows how yeah. to write a, a country song. And and when you hear Wailing Jennings do that song, you're like, he could have this could have just been a Wailing Jennings song, you know? Yeah. Right. So Yeah. Um, um, but I want to I want to listen to a little bit of the uh, 
sort of towards the end here of are you ready for the country because there's a great a great part where i think neil yells out long grain and then yeah. uh yep. ben has a little solo so it's- I don't know why it skipped like that. Hold on, Russ. Something happened when Neil yelled out long grain, your screen became like goopy and white. Yeah. (laughs) What is that? What happened there? You get a squeegee. Yeah. So did you guys, did it, it it skipped, right? It played that first part twice, right? Yeah, but I'll cut that out. Okay. All right. But you heard the long grain and the, and the, oh yeah. 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 Did did you hear it? We can't see you. Did you hear it? Oh, I know there's come all over my screen, but I just want to make sure you could hear Ben. That's all that matters. We heard Ben. We heard this, him. This is my favorite version of this song. Me too. Really? I, I would oh, rather so this than the this version so on Harvest. Same. Yeah. This is yeah. just so, so much better. I think I like the Harvest a little better. I don't know. It's got its own charm. The one from Harvest, it sounds completely different. Two different songs. the way it's yeah. recorded, but this is like, you know, this is, and this is live. And, this is you know, a ton in front of, of fun. Audience. This is awesome. I think this is this is my favorite version of this tune. Definitely. Um, I don't know if we have to hit all the songs unless you guys want to. Because um, Russ, I know you. No, got... let's just like talk to uh, talk about them. Well, what did I you d- think of it? Might have been. I thought it was a good country ballad. It didn't. Stand I felt out like Shu was going to hate that one. I feel like she was going to love it this was, one. It was no. It was I liked that one. It was pretty good. So we're both play a little bit of it in yeah, the background I, while we talk I just, about it, but. You know, it, it just seems to me that some of the songs on here from old ways, it just should have done it live, like the Blue Notes album. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's it's a country song. I mean. This is Nashville country. This yeah. is George Jones. Yeah. You know. I bet you but live. It's good. This is great. The saddest words of Tom Morgan. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. So nice, me, uh, nice keys in there. Nice piano. Is, it's Rufus Thibodeau on this song is is pretty yeah. amazing. I think yeah. Rufus He's, steals yeah. a good this amount. Whole of this whole record, album. it's yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But I think that's and not no, to take not, away a, from bad ben, thing, not a bad thing. No, it's he's amazing. It, it, it's incredible. It's incredible. I, I was mostly just being silly. Um, that's like that's you know that is one of, one of the few hardcore like if you want to call them country songs like let your fingers do the walk and play a little bit of that one i mean that's like a, that's a full-on country tune mm-hmm. very country yeah in fact it, it's like it's got that perfect country title to it right in the days of covered wagons a man had his own way whether talking to a woman all across the usa I'm actually going to uh, skip ahead. I wrote a time. Let's hopefully it doesn't skip again. But um, I like this. I like this stuff. There's really good playing in here. Uh, let's see if I can find it. All right. Let's see. 
like the uh, back and forth between Rufus and whoever's on there, Spooner or Pig. I don't, I'm not sure, but um, it was just really great playing. I yeah. Mean, it's a classic fucking country sound, but the playing is just unbelievable. Yeah. Let your fingers do the walking if you can't bite the bullet. <laughs> All right. Russ, or do just them, start. Just or start. do them both at the just, same time. Russ, just start this. Just start right. this song. Yeah, let's Wait, which bit. one? I'm flying on the ground, baby. This is great. So good. Yeah, Luke. Uh, when I first heard this, I I almost frantically like texted you. Did you listen to the flying on the ground from uh, a treasure yeah. yet? Because that's the version we could do. Well, we could. So, so a little bit of a spoiler. Next week for the patrons, we did disc one, which covers some old Buffalo Springfield stuff. And Russ was very adamant that this is one of the best songs. He really likes this song. I love um, this song. Yeah. So let me ask you: Do you like this version more, or do you like that kind of Buffalo Springfield uh, solo Neil version? Th- uh, this has been Keith. So this one, yeah, I like them is, both. This is the superior. I, lo- I love, I love them both so much. But when I heard this, I flipped out. I, I mean, it's so. This is a good. great song. If and this isn't in your top three, you're a fucking nutbag. It's in my top three. You're a lunatic. I'm sorry, but it's true. Really, does that warrant? I mean, is it such a great song that it warrants mocking the mentally ill? <laughs> that's a great point, Mike. Yeah, that's yeah, Russ doing it. That's not us. That's Russ doing that. I don't. No, seriously. Do <laughs> uh, shoot, do you want to hear some of Motor Well, City? no, I just want to say that is much like "Are You Ready for the Country?" The best version of "Flying on the Better Ground" than Buffalo's Springfield. Oh yeah, way hundred times better than Buffalo Springfield. I think I, I I'm coming around to agree with you guys. It's just the the sound of the guitar and BK, yeah, that, all BK those players just spreading his love all over that song, man. It's, it's just oh, great. And yeah. Even, and even though and even though BK's got pedal steel all over it, I still wouldn't call that necessarily a country song. No, it's just no. a beautiful. It's almost done, like a. It's almost a fifties. Like that, it's got bum, a little bum, bit of that. Yeah, bum, yeah. Bum, and obviously, bum, like that's he took that and ran with yeah. Harvest Moon. So you know, that, there's some of the same, and then like the there. key, the piano in there, everything. It's so well produced. Like that the was recorded production of it. In as an far amp- as like the song structure is beautiful. It was recorded yeah, in gorgeous. an amphitheater. Okay, yeah, it's got a great sound to it. Yeah, really, it's really. Sound. So that, um, to me, that's the best version of that song. I think right I there. agree with that. Yeah, yeah I mean, a, a song that I love that much already, and then having BK, it's just come mm-hmm. on. So uh, you don't have to play any of it, but I do want to talk for a second about Bound for Glory. I think that it didn't make my top three, but that was an honorable mention. I think Bound it was. For Glory it's a crazy. really fun. It's really fun. It's a great it makes, story. Yeah, yeah, and it makes you. It made me realize 
oh, this is what old ways should have been. Like right. it, this is way better. I mean, this this is incredible. This absolutely yeah. is what old ways should have been. This it's yeah. insane yeah. that this 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 is what people will listen to, or I'm sure people do listen to this over old ways. Obviously, I mean this. I but right. I didn't. Yeah. I have never heard of this, and this is I not available on Spotify. I hadn't heard it before. It's no, only I, on I, the archives right it's now. It's only on the archives. I'm pretty sure, and I had never heard mm-hmm. it before this. So, uh, side note on Bound for Glory that was recorded at Gilly's Rodeo Arena. And apparently the stage was right next to some of the pens where they kept the animals and they were shit all over the stage <laughs> when they went in to set up. So I think they were all, uh, they were all Play-Dohing. They were all they were yeah, that's right. standing in shit. And they, yeah, they shoveled a huge pile for when he played, you know, fucking, I'm not even going to bring it up again. Sorry. We're on a completely different album and flying right, on the so, ground is wrong is the best version. Oh, then, Mike, you're such a woman. Shoe. Oh, fuck you. Shoe, we were talking about how there's a, uh, a couple of reactor songs on right. here. And how and naturally they morph into country songs, like Motor yeah. City's the next one. So play a little Motor City. That's a song from Reactor. Right. Crazy how country. And I'm sorry, we haven't keep the, had, keep the Asians out, hate <laughs> the gays, and I yeah, love so, Reagan. So obviously, all the country, uh, yeah, whoever the fuck Geffen, whoever it was that said they're not going to like you, you're an idiot. I mean, he's he's uh, he's clearly well. He was right in the sense that they'd probably never play anything like this, or even off of old ways, anything on country radio. If Neil yeah. wanted to turn into a country artist, he'd have a hard time. But I think you know the way he described it in those films I watched and what I read that. You know, it was received pretty well. And then keep in mind this tour, they weren't playing just like the regular venues. They were playing state fairs and rodeo arenas. And this would have been a fun like fucking that. tour. I mean, I would have loved to have seen this band, this band. This Imagine tour. Neil playing with this band. At, you know, like you go to the Big E, you right. know, and you're there to get like the two pound baked potato. And it's like, hey, look, Neil Young's playing. Let's go see. You know, it's included in the ticket price. Wild. Right. You know, and that would have what, been such a fun show. I mean, yeah, it's, all of these songs are fun. Yeah, that's the thing. They and, got and, uh, life. They got energy to them, as yeah. opposed to old ways, where it just puts you to sleep. Right. Do you and, like, and, but we haven't had we haven't had a BK album in a, in a while, and and technically it's up. You know, he's passed, and so it's like mm-hmm. now we hear this this record, and I'm like fucking freaking out because it's so good. Even on even on these weird songs, he's playing so well. Not that they're weird, but you know what I mean, like. Like you said, Shu, I wouldn't have thought of this, and then you hear it in this context, and you're like, yeah, that's right. a, that's a yeah. country song. Because on Reactor, it's got that same country beat, but it's such a noisy record with yeah. Crazy Horse, so it's completely different. And it just so it's becomes a country song so easily. The lyrics especially just just settle in comfortably as, as a country tune, hating on the Japanese cars. You know? And then the other one is Southern Pacific. That's the other one from Reactor, which is... In my top three. What? Mm-hmm. And it's phenomenal wow. performance. It's a really yeah. nice Ben, really nice Ben stuff. Unbelievable. 
Yeah, it's good uh, stuff. The soul and, of a woman is fun. Soul of a woman's fun. Get back to the country. That's the fun. soul of a woman is like I think the precursor to the blue notes. I think it's the precursor to such a woman. <laughs> okay, can you can you can stop saying that, Russ? Maybe that's why that was Luke. Sorry, Luke, sorry, Luke. Maybe that's why your computer crashed because you Probably. kept mentioning that shitty song. <laughs> you keep bringing it up. First no, of all. I stopped. I didn't even bring it up when I was talking about it. But you, you. I'll be honest. I like uh, Motor City on Reactor better than I like it on on this album. Wow. Personally, I don't. Um, well, Get back to the country is great. Yeah, yeah, Anthony that's better Crawford, than the old ways version. Anthony Crawford doing the banjo, I think, and also is the you said the one doing the backup vocals too, right? Yeah, yeah. Who's that? Why am I not? Anthony Crawford. Yeah. Just a country like a studio guy. Yeah, just a musician artist guy. That's crazy banjo. So in the video that we started the episode with, they show this, a clip of this, but it's Larry Craig playing the banjo. But Neil goes back into his explanation. Well, we we had some film stuff, but we we synced it up to stuff, and it's not necessarily the people who are playing, but that's us bringing the technology to you. Like, oh, (laughs) crappily (laughs) overdubbing the wrong audio onto the wrong piece of film? Okay. Okay, so Russ, we were wrong. This album is on Spotify. Is it? It's, it's not. Oh. You can't just look up Neil Young. You have oh, to look it's under up International Harvester. Neil Young oh. International Harvester. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware sure. of this. Well, it sounds better on archives. So I, is, gotta, I have to play a little. Go ahead, Luke. No. Well, what what is this song originally from? What album is this one from? Get back, back to, the to the country. It's from Always. Oh, that's right. That's where. Yeah, that's the one where he's yeah. trying to sound like George Jones. That's who's here, in that with him? Like Someone's himself. with him. I think it's Waylon or some, one of those guys is singing it with him too. It might be George Jones. I no, don't know. Or maybe George, Jones is isn't, George Jones isn't on that. I don't know. Yeah, I thought this on was on one? something else. No. But um, anyway, go ahead, Russ. Sorry, I'll look it up. But I was just going to say I, I, I do want to play a little bit of um, of Southern Pacific. Because you goddamn he, better play Southern Pacific because he has a play near the end. He has a. I was going to say he has a full on train gasm at the end. He does. And so how Hold can we on. not? Did you just say a full-on train oh, gasm? That's the best way to describe it. He does. <laughs> he totally does. And I love it. I love it so much. And the band just goes right along with him, man. I mean, it just sounds great. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. All right, let me, uh, let's get some of this going here. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm going to, but of course we start with this. The guitar is awesome, but all right, I'm going to skip ahead. All right, let's see if I hit the right spot here. Oh, you hit the right spot, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so is that Anthony? What's that? It was, in the videos, you, you can see on the archives, it's it's Anthony Crawford doing the backups. He talks about it in Shaky. So Here like, we go. There we go. This is the train he has. Oh, 
He's got your baggage ready. He's got a full load in his pants by oh this point. Oh my god. I mean, come on. That is, is a full-on train gasm. He's yeah. filled like his the cup. last minute and a half of the song. It's so awesome, though. <laughs> that prom- really that promise of a man is boiling over. It right is there. boiling over. Is that Rufus Thibodeau making that, yeah, that the train, train yeah, with sound? The, That's okay, unbelievable. I, 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 it's either him or Ben, but yeah, I love for it. sure. Do you think there was a crazy sexual energy on stage when they played that together? Oh, yeah. Well, it is very Freudian. <laughs> image of a train and what do you guys know. think of uh nothing is perfect because that was another new one and that was pretty uh, good. yeah again like that's kind of like that's i really like the like keys. traditional i really like the keys and the drums in that in this tune wait you guys aren't spending enough time I'll on just southern play pacific a little bit while luke is ridiculous in the a lot of nice keys in the song but a lot of fiddle it's a good country ballad i think yeah, yeah. it's cool I'm just playing. He's got that direction. whole old timey depression era, yeah. you know, phrasing down. I like this. Very like gospel piano, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. All right, let's hit a little this, bit of Grey Riders. This is hold on. Nothing is perfect. Is one where I, I, it's one of those songs I wish Emmy Lou was doing some. Harmonies. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a really great Emmy Lou. Yeah, for sure. Um, but Are you going to go back to Southern Pacific at all at, at any point on this episode? doing that organ right there come on So no, it's, it's really, so good. It's really the dynamics good. in this song. I I'm blown away. I mean, this is fucking. Yeah. Why was this never released? But this, this is yeah. Incredible. Think about the year. This was 1985. This, this has everything. Have, this could have easily ended up on Life. It's the year I was or born. or even even on Ragged Glory. I could hear Crazy Horse doing this on Ragged Glory. Yeah, this would I mean, have been th- really good on Ragged Glory. I think it would have sucked on Life. What I really love about this is every instrument has a really unique and dynamic part that fits the song so well. Like what Ben does and then like that organ thing, everything is is so it's like a produced song but a live song that's really country and then really rock. Yeah, it just all at the really same heavy. time it's like heavy awesome. rock and and good country. It's fucking wild. I oh, love it. So good, yeah. Yeah, and Do this you, is the first real screaming Neil Young guitar we've heard, I think, in a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, uh, well, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of that time. This came out in 2011. Right. But, you know, during that time, 
what was he doing? He was coming off of everybody's rocking. Trains. So this was in the middle of that period where he was, you know, going to the extreme with genres and, and there, he didn't, he kind of, it's just kind of cool how it ends with this song. And then after this, it was landing on water. And then he did like life and they started getting so after like this is the last song, and then after this he started getting back into the guitar like electric guitar rock yeah. stuff. So it's kind of fitting that the album ends on this particular song. Yeah, yeah, which kind of brings him back to the you know the hard rock stuff. Do you yeah, think if, really if he had do you think if he had shown Geffen this instead of Old Ways it would have been more well received? Do you think Geffen was too? It didn't matter at that. I point? don't know. I think he wanted a studio record. I think he wanted Harvest. He wanted yeah. Harvest, yeah. And so he waited to leave Geffen to put out Harvest Moon. <laughs> what a big fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, guys. You can finish without me, but I got to go. Um, I'll give you my top three. All right, okay. Your top my three. number three is Southern Pacific. Uh, my number two is Flying on the Ground. And my number one is Grey Riders. And I could, those, the two, number one and two, are interchangeable for me. They're okay. so good. Are incredible. We can just be done now, Russ. I mean, my my three is Gray Riders. My two is Flying on the Ground, and my one is Amber Jean. I just love that song. That was my would have been my other one. Yeah. My three is uh, Gray Riders, and my two is I'm gonna have to say Southern Pacific, and then okay. my number one is Flying on the Ground is wrong. Nice. Yeah. Um, my my cuts Motor City. I'll just really yeah. I think my cut would be it might have been. Uh, no, let me let me change that to let your fingers do the walking. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Um, mine it's might, one of the. It's one of those two. Mine might be nothing is perfect. I'm not sure. It's uh, nothing perfect is perfect. Is was my close four. I like that song a lot. I don't know. I like the story in that song. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I, it's hard to pick a cut song for this. Um, yeah. This is really a great live I, album. I might do it might have been as well. I'm not Russ sure. Russ is trying to find the one with the I least. Like but it's all really good. Though, so it's tough. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. this has been Long May You Young. Uh, thanks for listening. Is, can you guys hear me? Am I bouncing out? No. Unfortunately, you're still coming through loud and clear. <laughs> well, all right. I got to go, guys. Love all right. See you, Russ. Enjoy. Promise of the real. All right. Thanks. Lucky bastard. Seriously. <laughs> Stop in to Worcester on your way to fucking... I don't have time. I gotta go, but... All right. All right. So uh, don't forget to uh, check us out on social media at Long May You Young on Instagram and Twitter. We're also on Facebook. We post to the Neil Young subreddit. And uh, give them that Patreon information again, Luke. It's patreon.com slash Young. Um, and we do a ton of fun stuff there. It's very interactive. Um, and there, you, there's already a bunch of people on it. Um, and so help, help all us, the cool uh, people are on there. That's really what are. Luke is trying to say. That's where all the cool kids hang out. Yeah. And, uh, we do a lot of, we get into the archives. We're going to be doing some more silly stuff with, I'm sure there'll be some stripper Neil segment coming. Mm, up. Yeah. Sure Old silver gold might be there. Who knows? Oh boy. <laughs> We got to get Barbary in to do some of these fucking characters. He does. He'll do the best all silver gold because I'm trying to do Mason Adams, who was like, well, the name like Schmuckers. Yeah, it has to be good. That guy's name was Mason Adams. And Kevin Barbary does the only imitation of Mason Adams on the planet. I've do that before. But uh, anyway, yeah. So go to the Patreon. It's tons of fun. Uh, next week will be a patron only episode. So if you want to hear that, you got to subscribe. Patreon.com slash town meeting.
Nope. And then in a couple of weeks, look for our OnlyFans yes. account. And uh, that'll have a whole other realm of... I mean, if you, if you enjoyed Luke's semen jokes, they have a whole new meaning on OnlyFans. I actually think I made a tier as a joke on the Long May You Young Patreon called Only Trains. <laughs> I don't remember, though. <laughs> no one should ever sign up for that because that, you're just giving us too much money a month for That's nothing. Right. <laughs> Any amount of money you give us is too much money a month. Yeah, it really is. We should be paying you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah. And, and uh, don't forget to check out the uh, the website longmayyoungpodcast.com. You hear yeah, all the episodes there. We, we got still merch. Have some some merch, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Tons of merch. We got to sell some go. merch. Yep. We'll so, figure out. So uh, hit us up. You can message us there too. All right. Bye everyone. All right. Thanks. Nice. See you, Mike. All right, man. Thanks, Luke. Yep. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.